And it's here. We're live. Oh, such good timing on my part that I totally... It was. It was pretty do. good timing. It was. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black Tower Podcast. I am one of your hosts, one of your Mahels, who needs to remember to unmute in Discord as well, because um, I forget everything, but uh, somehow I am still your Bajan Mahel Andrew. Welcome. I am joined by my fantastic colleague here. I don't know what I'm doing with my voice. What are you? What are you doing with your voice? All the wrong things. All the wrong things is right. You get a point. Hi, and with him as always is his game show announcer impressionist, Josh, otherwise known as the Sorbonne Mail. Welcome to the Black Tower Podcast. Yay! And tonight on the Black Tower Podcast, we've got a special show for you. It contains mystery, wonder, taintiness, and... A free lifetime packet of rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. Is it, is it really just the San Francisco treat? Like, if you're not in San, what, San Diego, you don't get one? I don't know. I made it rice up. Rice-a-roni was, was freaking delicious, though. I'm sure it rice still is. I just hadn't had it in delicious. Absolutely. And now that we've got all our introductions out of the way, Andrew, let's take a... Minute to thank tonight's sponsors. I mean, yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, if you find yourself running low on tubs of energy in powder form that are genderless energy with none of that artificial crap. Did you say you genderless terrible. energy? Jitter. <laughs> I mean, it's also genderless energy. Gender neutral. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would you like for your energy to be genderless and or gender neutral? <laughs> well, boy, do we have a new marketing point for W.GG to use. Go on over to W.GG or click the link in the description or show notes below where you can use our code. That's code oh, to get 10% off anything not already on sale over at W.GG. They've got uh, a ton of different flavors. They've got a limited time offer flavor, which I'm kicking myself now for not going ahead and getting. It's still available, but it is pomegranate inspired. Um, Ooh. I can't imagine why anybody in the Wheel of Time TV show fandom would like to get anything with pomegranate. Well, that's persimmons, but close enough. Persimmons. About the closest we're going to get. It's close enough. They're Only when they're in season. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> I think that that should also just be like anytime like Maria makes a factual statement, and we should just be like, "Well, Persimmons." <laughs> the dad joke recover from it a little bit. But anyway, w.gg use code BTP or click the link down below. Ten percent off everything on there, and you can get some awesome uh, shakers that have uh, big anime mommy milkers on it if that's what you want. Um, if that's or what you you're can into. get regular ones. Uh, regular well. Regular, shape Re regular, regular, regular. one that just say W. So, and they got a bunch regular. of flavors. Go check them out. It's fantastic energy. I love it. And I might have put an extra scoop in mine today, which is why I'm so like off the wall at the moment. Apparently, maybe it actually works more than I thought it did. Maybe. But there's that. But without further ado, we're gonna bring in some fancy people that are also full of energy that will never be ten percent off because they are absolutely priceless. Say hello to our guest for tonight. The fantastic and illustrious Tom of Dragon Mount. 
Oh, we should be oh, of North Harbor Transition. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh. It, Hello. <laughs> I really want to be like, and uh, down behind door number two is a brand new car. <laughs> a new car. <laughs> Love it. Um, you know, it is not every night that we are joined by not one but two illustrious guests. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah, Tom. Do you want to give everybody an update on your monitors? Oh, uh, they're mostly connected now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, uh, before we jumped on, I was crawling under my desk to, to <laughs> plug in the microphone because I forgot to plug my microphone back in. <laughs> That's how I feel you guys have seen me have my, butt, my, my face down and my butt up. That's the way I like to feel. <laughs> um, and then oh, you guys man. all know Tom from Dragon Mount. Oh, yeah, right. This as well, Tom is from Giant. He's got it in his uh, lovely uh, byline there. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, also, Reese, uh, Madam Reese Sedai, please introduce yourself. Tell us where the people can find you. Oh. Um, or well, if they if can you, find you. If you just, no. Um, North Harbor Podcast. <laughs> North Harbor Podcast is where you can find me. Um if you need a map, we have one on Twitter. <laughs> I'm in Dallas Page. The it's right there. <laughs> there. There's the map. <laughs> I can get monetized one on one. That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, you're you're with two other co-hosts at the North Harbor Podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, Rebecca Sedai and Ada Lorna Sedai, and we like to read. The books from the back. We like to, we like to take it from the back. You read from the back to the front, then. Isn't we it? do, yeah. And we are I almost done do. with a memory of light. Oh, you passed me. You passed me already. Yep. They're, they already Have you ever been you. like reading it from the back, and then you look back, and the dragon just waves at you, and it kills your whole mood to read. Oh. Like oh hi, Mark. <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. That is my favorite, uh, like, oh, hi thing ever. Just, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, well, he who comes with the wine, as we all know, there are no beginnings or endings. In We're the, actually, the of time. we want to have a prologue party because the prologue is massive. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a beginning and an ending party because Love it. it's the beginning of the book, but our ending of the book. Yay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Love it. It's it's the second best PP party and far from the worst <laughs> PP party. That's fair. That's, yeah. Nobody sure you getting your thing out what you're into. <laughs> You know, her lap's party is generally a trip to the emergency room. So we have cranberry juice, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what have we done, Andrew? What have we done? <laughs> you know, we say we're insane, and people keep thinking we're joking. Then we have episodes like this where 
You know, you got me over here talking about prolapse parties and shit like that. So <laughs> they still don't believe us. They're like, no, it's just a bit. They definitely aren't crazy. And it's like, because uh, no, everybody else was thinking it. We just said it out loud. That's true. That's what. That's what's the effect that the black tower has on people. And that's that's, okay. that's the ten percent off you get at W. It just removes. The <laughs> it's, at least that's it's awesome. the at least it's the fun crazy and not like the icky dangerous crazy. So that's okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, we cut all of that in post. Yeah, <laughs> apparently I learned something new What's about myself. That? <laughs> apparently, Andrew's Andrew's outing himself. I mean, technically, wine out at me. Well, which what is wine? What was uh, reading between the lines, my friend? Water. So there were lines involved. I know that. Oh, what? Hi. Um, okay, so this is the Black Tower Podcast. We are a Wheel of Time podcast, which means we like to discuss all things Wheel of Time. We like to discuss all things books. Lord of the Rings. We like to discuss oh, wait, the no. TV show. That's that's somebody else's podcast. It's a fantastic like podcast. To... You should go and check it out. <laughs> we like to discuss like conventions and the state of the fandom and the culture of the fandom and whatnot. It's just fun. If it's Wheel of Time, we're talking about it. And tonight's no different, and that's why we brought two of our good friends on tonight. Be sure to check the descriptions below for their particular medias and or channels because you won't want to miss out what on what they say on their channel. I can talk. I have words. Um, you might want to. You have them. That doesn't mean you can use them. You just have them. And tonight's episode... That, oh, I'm sure there are people that have tanks, but they can't use them, you know. Decoration like, purposes only. Eddie Hall has a tank. Yeah, didn't he, he get in trouble with like? Yeah, uh, he did. He got arrested. The, the local police because like he ran over a car in the street. And they like came to arrest him. It's like yeah, we're gonna have to use like three sets of handcuffs because the dude is freaking jacked. <laughs> He's the beast. He's the dude is monster. He's an absolute monster. But um, so the word out of monster. Before we get into tonight's topic, we want to go ahead and make sure you are safe from any and all forms of spurler. So we're going to go uh, ahead and throw up the fancy banner, and we're going to go ahead and play this lovely, nice, calming, dulcet toned spoiler warning. This is your Black Tower podcast, Wheel of Time spoiler warning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to spoilers, but this is a beginning. If you continue to listen, you may be cursed with the knowledge yet to come. These curses may include knowledge that you are, in fact, just a farm boy. Drinking one glass of wine now leads to mustache pulling and a hell of a hangover. Resigning that you will never be as good with the ladies as your friends are. Realizing Andrel is bae, regardless of your gender or sexual orientation. The inability to stop tugging your braid in anger, even if you don't have hair and understanding that the word taint is simultaneously a noun, adjective, and verb. Discovering you have more titles than actual name. The BDE, also known as Big Dragon Energy, becomes undeniable. Finding yourself promising to read a new spring and never getting to it. An uncontrollable urge to argue over inconsistent pronunciations. Knowing that hating Gon is a responsibility, not a privilege. Again, there are no beginnings or endings to spoilers, but this is a beginning. You have been warned. <laughs> 
Namaste. Namaste. Namaste, Kurosawa. So uh, the spoiler warning is important, uh, not necessarily because we have a specific topic that's going to jump into a specific scene in the books, but it is one of our more unhinged style subjects where we kind of say, huh, I wonder what about, and then we say, what about this thing? And uh, then we just kind of go from there. We let it unravel. If we're unraveling tonight, then I should have showered. Yeah. It's also a common courtesy. A good song. That's the intro song for uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Hey. Which is really good. Uh, The song is. I think it's a little 50-50 split on whether you read the manga or not. But that's not what this tonight's about. Tonight, we are talking about souls. Um, I don't have one of those. Not Soul Leader and not Bleach. Um, I'm barefoot. I mean... (laughs) A fair point. Like, is that just like a really furry foot, or you like, know, I like to I like to leave it up to your imagination. I'm I'm gonna go with the it's pixelated whatever. in Japan imagination. Do it, dreamer. <laughs> but tonight we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about the soul of the dragon. Um, <laughs> We talked a little while ago about uh, the soul always being uh, reborn, but not always necessarily being uh, given the OP isekai boost that is the status of dragon. So this time we're going to talk about is Rand actually the second dragon or is he maybe the first dragon or is he like the 800th dragon or does it really matter because time is a circle and there are no endings or beginnings. It's almost like it's a wheel of time. Yeah, God. Wow. that's crazy. Revolutionary production uh, right there. Did a wind blow down and give you that uh, that knowledge? <laughs> something, yeah. something blew. A wind blew across the hair on my toes. <laughs> ah, so you were also barefoot. Really, <laughs> nice. That's really how how uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit should have started. Just just the hair on Bilbo's toes fluttering <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> It just zooms out, and it's just hair. Just <laughs> I don't feel like we get enough like credit to the feet from from Lord of the Rings. Credit to the feet. Yep, credit to the feet. But so, uh, Tom, you have been immersed in all things Will of Time for quite some time. Uh, you know, it, at least three or four years. You know, at least. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. No, you're not wrong. At least so, four years. <laughs> There's definitely video documentation of that. Yeah. So I don't know that there's many questions we could ask you that you haven't heard before. So what are your what are your thoughts on this? Which which dragon is is ran? Does it actually matter? Can you even count them? Uh, I mean it's it's hard to I mean, it's definitely really hard to answer. Like, we know that the that the souls are reborn over and over. Um, the my only like the little bit of evidence that we have of Rand's previous lives is Luce Theron talking in his head, and Arthur Hawkwing uh, addressing him when uh, the horn's blown, and he addresses him as Luce Theron. He doesn't address him as anything else. Uh, 
which makes me think either this is like Rand is the first reincarnation of Lucerne. Maybe this is the first time they needed a dragon, like a a uh, a representative of the light. But if it had come again, then it, like if it had come before, then we're in the situation of like where we are at the end of the series in the sense of they've completed everything and there hasn't had to been a dragon for so long that any knowledge of a previous dragon has been forgotten. So essentially it's the first time again. That's, that's my feeling. Reese, what do you think? I know, I know you've had tons of time. Both of you have had tons of time to prepare. That's so much. And so we look forward this. to your incredibly in-depth analysis. Careful now, you're you're revealing the method behind the madness that is rambling bad jokes. Uh, if you'll wait as I present my 27-point plan here. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> no, I think um, I feel like this is one of those like chicken-egg conversations where it's like every age thinks theirs is the first. And since we are cyclical, like they're all right and they're all wrong. <laughs> um, but I, like, as to what Tom was saying with uh, Arthur Hawking, like maybe that was the first, maybe Luz Theron was the first, or maybe Luz was just the incarnation when um, Arthur Hawking was around you know i i don't know i think it's it's i mean we have the um the female dragon i can't remember her name um but so we know that she's Amara's there here, kind of yes yeah so she's she's in there somewhere we don't know if that's before or after or yes um i don't know it's this is one of those fun questions because it's yeah. like, yes. The, the, <laughs> the thing, the going like really far back, the, the other person who goes really far back in the, in the books, or at least talks about it at all is uh, Brigitte. And it's like, she talks about the prescripts and abiding by them and having to follow rules and stuff like that. So it's like, there's something there and, uh we think maybe time is cyclical like the only information we get that from is the Aes Sedai and like the people but like and then uh, you know the person who's called the father of lies like uh I always defer to to Robert Jordan when uh trying to decipher um anything that the person can tell us I mean, if you want to use that source, that's cool, I guess. Well, it's 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 uh it, he he said it was my favorite thing. So like someone was like arguing with him about like something that happened in the book. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something Ishamayel said. And they were like, Well, Ishamayel said that, and he goes, and you believed him? So like that's why it's like, you know, uh Ishamayel saying Rand and him have fought over and over every lifetime. Like He's one, he's crazy. Two, he's a liar. So like we, like I don't think we should believe him when he says stuff like that. I I think either Reese like you're right it, it's it's um the first time 
was Luce Theron, like the first dragon, the first time the pattern needed somebody to correct such an imbalance that was the boar was then, or it takes so long for it to need a new, uh, you know, champion of the light like that, that like literally all knowledge of it is gone. Yeah. I think in any, any age that you live in where, especially if there's a prophecy of him being reborn, but where the dragon is referenced as the dragon reborn necessitates that whoever that dragon is, is not the first one. Um, Because how could you be the dragon reborn if you're the first one? Unless you're just like, we assume that there was one before you, so we'll just say that you're reborn from whoever that was. Yes. Um, which might be fair. <laughs> I'm sure there's people so running around just... like the Westlands that are like, Randall Thor is the dragon reborn again. And so Bob in the seventh age is the Rand reborn? Like, I mean, do, and, uh, and does that's... everybody that see him in that age go, ah, I recognize you, Randall Thor. I don't care that you're short and squat and have black hair. And that's what I was wondering. Reborn by that time. Are they, yeah, is it always the dragon? Like, do they have a different name for them every, like, this is our dragon reborn, but what if this is only the second dragon? But before then it was, what if it was called the the white lion before or the Aslan. the golden crane? Like, what if all of our nations are actually named after previous dragons we have forgot about? That's cool. I like, I like that. that. That's cool. Well, and there's there's one part about this oh, that no, it sticks makes sense. Up. It makes sense because, um, what is it, Ebudar, that their symbol is a hand grabbing the blade of the sword instead of the hilt? Yeah. That's that's just TV show rant. <laughs> Stop! It's, fit. it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> but they felt it was a little irresponsible to show children that, so they put a gauntlet on the hand. So nobody would get mad at you. It got really shady in here. Look, Shady <laughs> against Rand. Who say, does that? Like, if I mean, if you really sticking... think you're defeating ultimate evil, I guess anything is to go. But the the sticking point for me becomes two oh, things. One point of a sword, yeah. and and the people. <laughs> granted, the people referring to Rand as Luz Theron are people who knew him directly. In the last life, in 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 the previous age, right? Mm -hmm. So cool, yeah. They're gonna call him Luz Theron, but if they really did know him from age upon age upon age upon age, as uh, Balzaman claims, or as Morden claims, then why would it matter that they call him Luz? Why would it matter? Why wouldn't they call him Dragon or Rand or Bob? It wouldn't matter. Like, <laughs> so, and then the other thing is, is at the end of the last battle, when Randadin is leaving the battle, he's no longer the dragon. He's no longer Taviran. So does it have to be that soul? Or 
Did Luz Theron tie himself to the prophecy in some way in his actions? Because to me, I feel like I feel like this leap from Luz Theron to Rand, I feel like this is a singular connection between the second and third age to help usher in the each new age. Or or was Luz tied to the title of the dragon because he failed? Yeah. So he, are you saying he had unfinished business? He, yeah, he had to be reborn because he didn't do it right the first time. And and remember, so he remember second try that Robert Jordan takes a lot of inspiration from a lot of scripture and religious culture and things like that. And dragon is not always a good thing in Christian in the in the book of revelations in Christianity to see the dragon was a very bad thing. And so I really like that perspective on it Reese cuz it's like yeah, Jesus also had the last seven time. heads, seven ages, interesting. Seven heads, seven crowns, yeah. seven ages, in, seven in seals. One the, in one of the books that in one of the books that was edited out of the Bible, uh Jesus kills a dragon in a cave. So there's that. That's that's still available in the apocrypha, I believe. Yeah. Out that's how. Uh, that's actually how Luz Theron died. <laughs> that's actually how he dies. I, well, you know, they say the victor writes history. So, I always took the um, the dragon and uh, uh, Tavaren as kind of like corrections uh, that the pattern needs to rebalance itself. Like the pattern is unthinking, uncaring. And when the dark one or even just somebody, like if something unbalances the pattern, the the wheel or, you know, just existence will spit out the needed Tavarin to rebalance it out again and then, you know, stop them being a Tavarin again. Because we know people can become Tavarin at any point and stop being Tavarin at any point. It, you don't have to be born. You don't have to be a channeler. Like you could be a Tavaran. So uh, it, it, it's, well, I always took it as like a balancing mechanism, like almost like the pattern and the wheel and existence in it, it itself is like a computer. And like when there's, you know, a corrupted bit of code, it sends out like, you know, a, uh, an antivirus to correct itself. And that's a Tavaran. And like, sometimes you need the strongest Tavaran and that's the dragon. Well, that's like we see a, a microcosm of that with the, the three uh, or four Tavaran, depending on whatever you believe from the book. I think they're all Tavaran. Yeah. Um, but you see, like, like many are, are, are almost proxy Tavaran from them because if Rand really needs it's a quiet village. Almond do want to do something amazing for, to help him out, then his Tavaran <laughs> nature influences Almond Bunt to make that happen. So it's almost like he temporarily makes Almond Bunt. You know, not saying this is an exact example. Almond but, you know, Bunt, if he needed that, because he does. I I firmly believe. I, I don't. I ascribe to you have the the, the three Tavirin, and the others are like Tavirin by proxy, which is no less important. I think like Egwene is a Tavirin because of how close she is with Rand and how desperately and badly Rand needs her. Um, and so like the pattern's like okay, yeah, he really needs Egwene to like I don't know be a voice of reason whenever you're talking nonsense because you're crazy. 
um, or, you know, just provide just enough resistance because, you know, any plan that doesn't ever get pushback should not be the one you go with um, kind of thing. That's how I always looked at it. You know, it's kind of like a, a microcosm of, you know, doing the same thing the pattern does, but just as needed and generally on a much shorter notice or much shorter duration uh, with the exception of like Egwene and Nynaeve. So, <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I always thought that literally, if not every single main character at some point was a Tavaran, if not the entire time, um, then at the very least, the Emmonsfield Five were for a lot of the time that they were, you know, alive during the books. Um, too many things happens directly to them. And, you know, too many things work out directly in their favor uh, to to just be sheer coincidence all the time. Like, other than Ran, Matt, and Perrin, because we know they're Tavaran. But for for Egwene and Nynaeve and uh, even some of the other Emmons fielders, like, things just work out for them mm -hmm. uh, too well. Well, I, and I always thought that, especially with Egwene. I always felt like, yeah, it just went a little too smoothly for you. Like, yeah. that's very nice. That's very nice how that worked out. <laughs> Except well, for all and the we've got and the slavery. We've got examples of... Yeah, we've got examples of... Um, what, oh, what's the right word for it? like Taviran by proxy, right? Where we've got a Taviran who needs a thing to happen. And in order for that thing to happen, other people must be Taviran in order to accomplish the things they need to accomplish in order to make sure that the Taviran is successful. I mean, are we going to really sit here and say that Talmanes was not Taviran adjacent by virtue of running the band of the red hand? Um, uh but isn't that no, part he was of good. what Taviran is? Is they pull other threads into their right. like pattern. Yeah, they pull what they need out. at the right. time to them. Yeah. And and what does and what does Matt need throughout the books? He needs the band of the red hand. He needs it to accomplish a number of different things. So Talmanes, who is largely in charge of putting together like recruiting, organizing, and training the band for a long time while Matt is not even present. As a matter of fact, Matt leaves, comes back, and then he's like, what the crap is all this? And then they're like, ah, oh, it's for your glory, Lord Matt. And he's like, don't call me that. Don't. And no, for real, I did not want any of this. <laughs> trust him enough that even in the end, he's in charge of the dragon. Z. Z. Ayo! <laughs> the... Uh... The, the 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 pattern doesn't care what Matt wants. So the the pattern gives Matt what he needs to accomplish the tasks that it needs accomplished in order to get to the right ending. It's essentially, is essentially the the way I always viewed that. Like Talmanes is just another one of the tools that Matt needed, and right. and he bought him there. Like he's a great leader. He's charismatic. He was the guy that needed to be in that. Position. He was so he wasn't necessarily Taviran adjacent, but more a tool for a Taviran. Yeah. So then there's yeah. a good question too, which might be a good idea for another episode, and maybe not. Maybe we can do it in this one since we're talking about what we're talking about. 
the the all the people that we see come around are our core uh, group of heroes, if you want to call it that. Like the the kind of Evan Field Five. Are they pulled to them because they are already the right people for the job, or are they made the right people for the job by the Tavirin pull of the core five? And I'm 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 giving it the two opposite because I it probably is actually a mix of both that the pull makes them more towards they're already predisposed towards it. But if you had to hardline choose one or the other, I'm curious. If I, I had to choose a hard decision. If if I had to choose one over the other, I would say the stronger of the Tavarin pulls what's needed to them and then it gets spun out however it's spun out. So like Rand being in the village like being brought back to the two rivers is what brought the the souls of Matt and Perrin being spun out in the village. The the um if Rand was in 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 Devon Ride instead of Two Rivers, they would have been born in Devon Ride. Like if they if if he was in Berylon instead of the Two Rivers, they would have been born in Berylon. They like Egwene and Nynaeve might have been the same thing, or maybe just two other female channelers. Like it's it just it. it I I think you get down to like when you start at Rand and get, and go down from there, like Rand, Matt, Perrin, in strength of Tavarinness. At the time of the beginning of the books, I don't know if, I don't think Egwene and Nynaeve were necessarily. Um, and then as they were being built up around Rand, they were kind of in the right spot at the right time for the pattern to use. It could have been somebody else that, you know, like it could have not been them. It just dep it depends on how much what you believe, like the alternate timelines and things are um, not to get off topic. But uh, for those of us, we, we never do that here. Yeah. We, we, we don't do that here. For, for for people that have watched Loki, I'm not, no spoilers or anything, but like there's there's a singular sacred timeline the main timeline, and then there are branching timelines. In in the Wheel of Time, what I, my personal theory and something uh, that, that I the evidence that I used to back it up with is the, the when they go to the alternate portal portal stone worlds, um, we have the the main timeline, their timeline, and then when they go into the alternate realities of the what if worlds. Uh, the, the way Lanfear explains it is the further away you get from reality, like a, the further the further differences in the timeline that you get from what happened, uh, the weaker the reality becomes, like it becomes thinner. Um, so I, I think, the, the, and the reason I bring that up is because a lot of like you know a lot of people think that there are infinite timelines and they're all this equal to the to the main one so like you know in one world maybe Egwene was uh uh there maybe she wasn't maybe she becomes the admin maybe she doesn't and that's possible but i think there's one main timeline though and in and the pattern kind of either uses the alternate ones as like a testing ground or they 
uh, are just like, you know, randomly spun out by the different options and only the one that uh, works out perfectly ends up becoming the one that goes on. Like the pattern kind of is like, all right, well, I can't fix it in this thousand years. Maybe I'll get it in, you know, 5,000 more years. It'll get fixed, but it'll get fixed 5,000 years from now. It'll suck for those people that live in that, in that, you know, in those centuries, in those uh, centuries or whatever it is, but sucks. Sorry. You know, doesn't matter to the, to the scheme of the pattern, you know, 5,000 years is nothing. Oh, this is interesting to think about. Because, like, I'm going to go from a very biased standpoint here. Like, think about Matt and Aludra. The pattern could have easily given him Tamas. They could have killed Aludra, <laughs> stolen all her fireworks. He could have gotten out of the stone. No problem. No, like, everything cool. But instead, the pattern gave him Aludra, who eventually brought about the dragons. And so I think that's interesting where it's like there are choices available, but the pattern or the Taviran choose the one that has the better outcome. Like it, it, there is like future thought to it. It's, it's, it. it's interesting to think about how like it's almost like chess. Like how many steps ahead do you want to think? It's also fate versus free will. Like is everything preordained or is it or is it uh or, or, or is it actual free will? I, I, I lean more towards its free will. And if the, if the people fuck it up too much, then, you know, it'll just get fixed. It'll take longer to get fixed. Well, and, and we've talked about this before too, where you've got Taviran is, is essentially law of averages, law of statistics, law of chance, right? You, you yeah, just because I'm Taviran manipulating probability. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I'm Taviran doesn't mean I can walk into a room and shoot everybody in the room and, you know, maybe something miraculous will happen where I can't kill one guy. But as we've as we've learned and from uh, uh has shared this because people have asked Robert Jordan what would happen if Rand would have died on his way to Tarman Gaiden. And Robert Jordan said exactly where Tom was going with this. Well, then the pattern would have compensated. Either someone else would have been endowed with that Taviran ability and responsibility, or, you know, 10 someone else's would have been endowed with that. But there is a correction to the balance. And so Taviran, I like where you're going with free will, because we've had this debate as well. Because what it does is it kind of says, no, 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 you can do whatever you want. We're going to give you all the probability in the world we can to do the thing you need to do to accomplish your mission as a Taviran. If you do not, though, if you fail, this means that someone else will just have to pick up the slack. And I, I actually think this is a really fun segue back into the original question and kind of what Reese was talking about, about how Luz Theron tied himself to the title and role of dragon into the revelations of being reborn to fix his fuck up because that's what the pattern deemed it so. The pattern was like, no, 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 no. You have unfinished business. You created a seal. 
it is imperfect and it's time for you to go to sleep for a few thousand years and come back when the time is right. When the chances of success, it's manipulating that probability again, when the chances of success are at its highest, which ironically enough is also when the white tower is right at that point where it's at its weakest that it's ever been, but still strong enough to put up a fight at the last battle and to actually be effective at the last battle. It's, like it's funny because when the, when, the, when the chances are at their highest to be successful, the chances are also at their highest to fail. Exactly. It's, it's, so it's, it's the most balanced point. Yes. A massive injection of, of restoring balance when you have so much of the world at very different extremes of balance layers, you have the shadow becoming super strong and the light becoming super weak because of choices that have been made for the last 3000 or so years in perfect solutions beforehand. You know, the, the pattern came down and told old loose there and put away your toys. And instead of putting them in the toy box, he pushed them on the closet, closed the closet and said, ah, it's good. And, uh, you know, 3,000 years later, the toys apparently become sentient and start breaking down the closet door. <laughs> but, um, so but Tom, that is, you said I have maybe... an interesting question. I have an interesting question. I mean, yeah, and it's a, it, like it, 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 it kind of throws a wrench into, I mean, it throws a wrench even into what I'm saying, depending on how you, uh, how you think of it. So in the sense of the pattern rebounds, wanting to rebalance itself, um, unless the light literally can't unbalance the pattern do you think it's possible for there to be a tavaran who is aligned with the shadow because the because the pattern needs that for whatever I reason i don't think the pattern so i think when you boil it down to it i don't think the pattern itself actually seeks balance I think the I think the pattern seeks seeks continuous creation, um, or or the maintenance of creation because uh, something you said earlier about the the mirror worlds and stuff and uh, you know infinite worlds made me think like well if all the worlds if you go off of the op uh, the operating idea that all worlds are created based off of each individual separate choice, yeah, there's a, a bajillion of them, but there is a finite amount. There's only so many combinations of decisions that can be made, so it would make it. In essence, infinite, but still technically finite because there's a finite combination. It's just way more math than I could ever possibly hope to do. But if if that's the counterbalance that ultimately results in balance, uh, the the creator driving creation or, or being creation or however you want to look at it, wanting to continue to create and keep pushing creation out, recycling creation so that it stays there. And then the dark one's like, this is literally a prison on the planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks <laughs> the shadow's dick or whatever, you know, and he's only trying to destroy, then as long as they're both diligently fighting against each other to try to destroy and to try to create or maintain creation, then it's going to be that fighting that's going to seem the most peaceful to the observed and recorded history and reality when they're at equilibrium of I feel like I've destroyed a good bit. I, uh, you know, I've created a good bit. We're kind of at a stalemate in this, and I think that's probably what ultimately leaves us with this sense of balance, rather than 
you know, the the infallible creator side of the light being able to completely overwhelm the dark. Well, I think I just think... the maybe the maybe Shaitan is just so good at fucking things up and destroying things <laughs> that they literally have to put him in prison and not get touched by him for a while to actually get things back to a stalemate. So th- this is this is where I always uh, I, I am unsure. Like I can't make a decision on how I feel about that. So uh, it's building right off of what you were saying, though. I see part of me thinks I, that the creator is dead. Like there is no creator anymore. The creator had to unmake himself to make creation, essentially. Creation is what's left of the creator. Like, all creation. And uh, the Dark One is was also made by the creator, but is in the place where it needs to be to create the balance of the universe. Like, there needs to... That, that essence needs to be there in order for the universe to function. So then Tom, we, do you think ours is the only universe then? In the world of the wheel of time, I think the universe that it, like the, the focal point, the one that we see ours or, you know, Rand's or whatever. Yes. I think that the, it, that the creator has made. No, I think he made, well, I, I, I think he made the main universe, but then it has the ability to branch off. Oh. Like, but the but the branches become weaker and weaker as you Gonna get need a loom. Yeah, I, I okay, but you know we keep talking, we keep making references to Loki, and if you haven't watched Loki season two, sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. But that's actually a really cool way to look at this, and it ties perfectly into Wheel of Time, Pattern of Ages. What weaves a pattern? A and loom. the Ouroboros. Come on. That's true. I mean, that's literally what the, I said. I ring it. But the 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 other side of that, the, the the part that makes me confused, like I'm not sure which one it is. It's either that one, or the because we know Robert Jordan liked to pull from mythology, um, all mythologies. Like there's, every, yeah. I want to say like literally, he's pulled from almost every mythology you could think of. Um, but one of the uh, big ones of like creation and no and void uh th- there's a there's a good reference to that in Norse mythology with like the dark elves emptiness entropy where when the creator came or Odin came and created all of creation uh he created it in the void but the void wasn't empty it was just the void and in the void were was essentially the dark elves in Norse mythology, and they liked it empty, and uh, that's why they fought to destroy everything because they wanted to get back to the void. So that's maybe kind of what the dark one is. The dark one was the void, and the creator came along and put it in a bubble so that it wouldn't, you know, create entropy in his creation. And then he made the, you know, or they made or whatever, made the, uh, you know, made existence in the void. And all the Dark One wants to do is unmake that because that's just its, you know, its, uh, its purpose. Natural that's state. What it is. Yeah, it's entropy. And we kind of see that a little bit in A Memory of Light with the Dark One. Like the Dark One isn't a, it doesn't care. Like it doesn't want to kill rand because it doesn't like rand it just wants right. 
end everything. Like it just wants to end all existence because that's just Which, what it is. Well, existence is literally the prison around the dark ones. So it's like, I don't want to be in prison anymore. Yeah. I would like to it destroy to the prison. Void. It wants to create. It wants to spread out. It, it's nothing. What's up, Reese? Yeah, it, I think that's one of the, the things that's kind of interesting about this is there are so many different elements to it. We've got the creator, we've got the dark one, we've got the wheel, we've got the pattern. How much is involved in what's actually happening? Like, is the creator there at all? Did he peace out and leave the bar and he's gone? And like, he's working on a different universe somewhere else. Is the wheel like pre-programmed to compensate for when things get out of whack? Is it already set up to deal with the dark one when he starts to get a little crazy? Like, I don't know. I think it's really interesting to think about, like, how much does the wheel already compensate on its own? How much does the creator, I don't know, interject? It's interesting. Well, and and that uh, that that actually plays a direct role in the influence of our answer with regards to the avatar of the creator, which is, as we know, in this age and the previous age, would be the dragon. Because how much of that... Like the avatar, but a very powerful agent. Yeah, it's like a champion, <laughs> not an avatar. That's how I always thought of it. No, good the point. Oh, touche, good point. Yep, yep, yep. No, you're right. Thank you, Dr. Livingston. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, for real. <laughs> we all kind of like... Well, not we all knew, or we all kind of figured... I figured, but you okay? I okay. Better idea. Andrew, I figured because I had no better idea, not here. because I understood it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. It, look, I have a mustache. Doctor has a mustache. That was the best stuff I could come up with. He knew it was. Should I grow out my mustache? Yes, you should absolutely. Oh, shit. I have no idea. Yep. No shave. November is also known as homage to Doctor Livingston's Mustache Month. Yes. Well, I'm it's, sorry to everyone I, on I my dating see, profile. I want to see a glorious mustache upon you in April. Yeah. If you need inspiration, just watch <laughs> oh, it'll be there tomorrow. To I'm the Italian. <laughs> Million ways to die in the West is perfect inspiration for for your mustache. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, I want to see Reese tomorrow with like, a picture of like a thick Mario mustache. I mean, like, <laughs> if I don't see that in your Discord, Yosemite Sam clown, like cartoonish mustache. No, it's gonna be the it's like the Italian straight one, the one that just goes like, like straight across. Oh, it's gonna a be a Wario more. mustache. Ooh. I'm just gonna tell you all right now. Wario, oh god, Wario, I, the Dali. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, no, that's great. Cause like, so if the creator had unmade himself as a singular entity to become creation, it would stand to reason that his will remains in the creation. Um, you know, that would explain uh, just some Nakomi for your Naruto fans. Look at all the seals that has Minato, uh, and then, uh, Kushina speak to Naruto. Um, leave a bit of their essence in it so that they can talk to them in times of trial and trouble. Wouldn't make sense why Nakomi can still pop up and talk to different people once 
apparently one time. Avienda naked in the desert was the, the one time, which I've never been naked in the desert, but I'm assuming if I was, it's probably not the highest point of my life. I mean, I might be the highest I've ever been in life, but it's not like, you know, it's the second the best, best thing to be on a horse so high. No <laughs> You've never done ayahuasca in Las Vegas. Yeah, be naked in the desert, no. don't worry. I'm, I'm an East Coast baby, you know. The most I've done is skinny dipping in a lake. <laughs> and then catching a catfish the, desert the wrong way. On a horse with no name. I just I had to get it, out I of thought the its rain. name was Death. <laughs> And hell followed with it. No. And hell followed with it. I don't know. I just know there's Wait, ghost riders show. in the sky, so I just try not to mess with them too much. Were they up there with Lucy? <laughs> the uh, diamonds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were mining oh. the diamonds that Lucy was up there with. So God. Lucy was actually the QA. Like, the quality like assurance. You know, and then honestly, now Lucy was too direct, so now <laughs> that's why they say every kiss begins with K. Quality, you know. I just say if they liked it, they should have put a ring on it. That's you know. Well, you know, I don't cook and I don't clean, but I still got this ring. Let me tell you, <laughs> I got this wet ass PP. I knew, it. No! and that's a prologue party. On, I'll get a bucket. Wet ass mouth. prologue party. <laughs> right back. <laughs> oh, did you spill your milkshake all over the yard again? Yes. Uh, I did, but luckily all the boys came and cleaned it up. Nice. More of this. Happily. They lapped it up hungrily. I, I, I have a literal gallon 50-50 split of pomegranate cranberry juice oh, and Tito's vodka. Mm. That sounds amazing. What, what taint are you enjoying tonight, Reese? This Ooh. Oh, oh, bullet rye is fantastic. I know, man. And I took a shot a little food. bit ago, and that's dangerous. I mean, it is because it, it's so smooth, it's delicious. God. I know. It's like, oh, that's bad. Did you do <laughs> take a shot? It's like I feel good about myself, but I feel bad about my future. <laughs> Takes a shot. Bullet rye. That should be their selling I'm slogan. In danger. Feel good about yourself and dubious about your future at best. Bullet rye. It's like. Purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good though. Ah, oh, I never knew I liked rye as much until I had bullet rye. It was really good. Did you do a Did you do a tasting on our TikTok of that one? No, because I had that at a at a restaurant out with the girlfriend, um, and then I never bought a bottle of it. I also oh, bought a bottle of, of wild bitch. turkey, um, rare breed uh, cask strength. I never did review it. I actually had one that I was going to do in post like a couple weeks ago, but then the audio got drifted and then I got annoyed and just didn't do it. But Dude. the label has been created for my Quest and Paladin whiskey uh, delivery. So oh. that will definitely Dude. be one. The, there's, a, there's a wild turkey with honey that's really good. Oh, yeah. You, well, the, the, the rare breed cast strength one is it comes out at like 56%. So you definitely have to like dilute it down with water. Um, but I, I recommend you don't have to, you can do whatever you want. Um, I recommend it because I mean, whiskey can be up to like, you know, generally whiskey can be like up to like 60% or whatever, but it's only going to be enjoyable in the high, high thirties to like mid to high forties. So I, my question, in my opinion, 
Do Does everybody know about Shai Tan the drinks quest his, uh, and drinks his whiskey at like eighty percent whiskey? What? Does everybody know about the quest and whiskey? Yes. Yeah. How did it on sale? It is on sale. Again. Uh, Matthew Lillard, uh, the mm-hmm. the goat, Matthew Lillard. Which, by the way, I have a feeling Matthew Lillard is a Wheel of Time fan. Like school. And, and they said fix I suspect they like that he's a sandwich. fan of the Black Tower podcast. I'm just I'm going to throw that out there right there. I think he secretly listens. So Matthew Lillard, if you secretly listen to the Black Tower podcast, we'd like to have you on to discuss uh, your next flavor, which undoubtedly is going to be uh, Quest End Blended Whiskey Ashaman uh, Whiskey. That's going to happen. Weren't people fan casting him as like um, Matt when like... Uh, I saw a lot of people. I think I think I remember people fan casting him as Matt. I think I could see a young Matthew Lillard yeah, as young. way as way Matt. Like his SLC Punk and Hackers days, he could definitely have killed a Matt. Wow, that came out wrong. Um, he could have played the role of Matt and done well at it. Yeah. Um, nowadays, Matthew Lillard, who would he play? He would be Matt and like a what's new Scooby Doo iteration of the Wheel of Time. <laughs> like instead of out there to save the world, they're just investigating all the crimes and like Wait. whatever like Kyrian becomes. What if Matthew yeah. Lillard is Talmanes? That would be pretty good. I would like that. And Scoob uh... is, is Matt. No, think about Why it though. Zoinks, Matt. <laughs> it's your army dude <laughs> see i i would give him i actually would give him um jane okay um, i like that too i mean think he can stride far like uh what's the name though i can't tall, remember the name when Good. he's with Wait matt no yeah no. no i i would i would i would make up him like make him up like Noel. I think that would be fun. Yeah, he could do that. I think that he would be a lot more fit for that role. Like, I think it would if be he funny was... to have him like playing snakes and foxes with with Oliver and like. If if he was Noel, he would every story he told about his wild adventures would have to be from another movie he was in. Yeah. So I was on a river with my friends and we were, we were yes. looking for a fortune in the in the forest and uh and we had no perfect That would be how perfect would that be like cuz everybody watching it would be like he's just telling the story of his own movies and all the readers would be like Oh my god. But really, like think of him made up like this old guy who's like been through some shit and he keeps telling these crazy stories and everybody's like, no man. Just picture like, like okay. crazy. grandkids the grandkids come home and talk about like how it was a hard day at school. And he's like, I get that. This one time my best friend was a talking dog and <laughs> went to an island and they pulled his soul out. But I, I saved him because he was my best friend. And Zoinks, and you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> 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 Raggy. 
And then this one time, oh, my God. one stabbed me too many times, and I died. Rutro Rand. <laughs> Is Matthew Lillard on X? That was definitely one of the flicker scenes that like Rand just didn't talk about. Or like a dog. The, the, the claymation one or the animated one? That, that like he goes through. I mean, if he went through flicker flicker, he was a puppet. He was a freaking all of them. He man. was claymation. He was animated. He was 2D. He was 3D. That's that's what we need. We need the Dragon Reborn into the Feltiverse. See, I gotta be honest. I'm I'm looking at his pictures right now, and I am almost seeing Ruark right now. He's t- he doesn't have the the. That's the uber See, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the screen presence to be Ruark. Like he just see, I don't know. I'm looking at these older pictures of him, and I'm like, he might. He, and he's he, got enough of that like humor that you're like, is he is he joking? I don't. Know. He would unless he can do like his voice, his normal voice doesn't make it. Like he, I, I, I just don't think he has the he. The only word I could think of is gravitas. Like I don't think he just has. He doesn't have the presence. That that Rurark, like I always like, I feel like Rurark has in the books. I don't know what what they're gonna do for the show, but like in the books, is she? Are they just calling the father of lies because all of his stories sound so ridiculous? Of some bullshit. Yeah. Let, uh, there's no talking dog. You're insane. Could, now this trollic on the other hand, he could have <laughs> he could have been Tom. Pet the trollic. Pet the trollic. <sighs> I, I could have swore that he was going to feed her to the trolley, and he's like, maybe he's just hungry. Or, um, Snack time. Oh, what's his name? There's this one time I had a blue mohawk. It's crazy. <laughs> Can't think of the I, name. That's terrible. Yeah. The uh, Asmodian. Yeah, he could have been Asmodian. Oh yeah, that a hundred percent. That would have been a, that. That would be good. See that—that's a role that he could just be himself. Like he wouldn't really have to do much acting. He could just be himself. He could talk normally. He could just—he could just play as himself. He doesn't need to do any kind of voice. Uh, he's snarky and funny, and he's smart. Like he could easily just do that. I haven't seen him in anything recently. I see—I see him a lot on TikTok for some reason. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. He was in Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, he was Freddy, wasn't he? No, he was Steve Raglan. Well, yeah. But he wasn't Freddy. He was the uh, the killer, the serial killer. Yeah. The bad guy. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Ruined my That's fine, you know. That's not one that I plan on watching, and I pulled my earbud out whenever you said uh, spoilers for Loki season two, so we're good so far. Matthew, he was actually real. You want to talk about Gravitas, though? He actually did a good job. Like, he was pretty effing scary. I didn't, I didn't see it. I, didn't, I haven't seen it yet. So. You should. You should go see it. If nothing else, it's fun. That's fair. I don't know. It, it when, when I saw that they were making a movie out of it, I was like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I have it. I have it on VR. I have the video game on VR. Okay. And I I am not yet brave enough to try it. 
maybe one of these days I will stream it and let everybody see me. I can't even get pants. I can't even get past the girlfriend sending me jump scares on freaking Instagram because she knows <laughs> she knows if I haven't watched it. Because she asked me the other day, she's like, "Did you watch the video I sent you on Instagram?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think I've seen them all." And she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, the last one." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, sure." And I'm going back to watch it so I can you know do the the guy thing and be like, "Oh no, I've definitely watched it. Sorry, I, I forgot what was in it." And then it was a jump scare, and I just like jumped back from the phone. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you! And she, and she's like, I knew you didn't watch it. I'm just like, she's like, I know you didn't watch it because you didn't send me an angry text message. Yeah, <laughs> because I forgot for a moment that she's smarter than I am with that shit. So <laughs> it got me. It got me pretty good. But ah, shit. A little bit of pizza. so okay. Kind of steering so, it back to we, a real question. All right, real time. We've not had oh, yeah. an iteration of the dragon surviving an age. So now we've got Luz Theron dying at the end of age two and Rand dying at the age end of age three. We know he can't channel. He is not a mm -hmm. Tamirin. But he can seemingly manipulate reality with his mind. How long do we think Randadin's lifespan is? You know, I, I think the reason they don't survive is because the nature of the assignment of the dragon moniker for the soul. It's an additional power bestowed upon the same reincarnated soul. And when that power is no longer needed to balance the world or whatever the, the goal is, then having it still exist in the world at, with the moniker is, is too dangerous. It, well, it's so, not just dangerous, it's it unbalances it. Yeah. So for loose there, and like the only alternative was to die. And there was the taint and everything else influencing it. And you didn't want especially a tainted dragon to continue on. For Rand. There, there was an alternative solution. You know, it's like, huh, we have person who no longer wants to continue on and wants to end this endless cycle of rebirth and death. And then we got this guy who has had no control to do whatever he wanted in his life since he turned, you know, 16, 17, right. 18, 20, depending on whether you're talking TV show or books. So let's just do the old switch route and give them both what they want. I see this as an absolute win. Um, so I think like whenever it comes to that, it's whatever it takes to remove the dragon moniker from the soul. And I don't think it's at because of the, the amount of gravitas, because that is the Sesame Street word of the day for the Black Tower podcast today. Um, <laughs> it comes with the dragon moniker. I don't think it's as simple as like with Severe and like assigning the role and then unassigning the role. I think that there's probably a lot more that goes into how integral that part of the soul or that attachment to the soul is so there has to be a moment of um for lack of a better phrase because it's not the word i want to use but i don't know what the word i want to use is i'm going to use trans interdimensionality trans that's a lot of syllables can you spell that please nope uh can you starts with a t is that ends with a sentence. y i don't even want you to use it in a sentence i want it spelled Oops. country of origin <laughs> <laughs> Use it in a dirty sentence. Ayo. 
I want to funk you. I want to. I want to fuck you in a trans. I already forgot the word. Yes, yeah, trans interdimensionality. Trans interdimensional. Whole dimensionality. Trans interdimensional hole. Yep. <laughs> I want to fuck you in your trans interdimensional hole. Okay, there we go. You got to pay actually for that. Yeah. You got to pay the trolls toll if you want to get into that like boy's hole. Sticking your Johnson in a bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay the trolls toll. The uh um I, I, honestly I think I think the pattern kind of or Rand kind of worked it out so that he could just do shit that he like, you know, just kind of clean things up at the end, you know, go maybe see his dad, wait for after his wives to finish uh um uh the the funeral and and you know, get settled and relaxed and away from people, then he can go see and say goodbye to them and he could finish off all of the things that he wanted to do and then he can die. I think I think that's kind of why he ended up uh doing like he ended up where he was at the end, uh, with you know his stuff. I like to think that like he becomes like in his old age that he lives out the old age, and he becomes like a sage for Amarasu. Like maybe Amarasu pops up in the fourth age to kind of deal with some like some other form of imbalance. Um, what and if? he's like there is kind of like the sage and be like. Mysterious, mysterious guidance from the past from someone that could only have ever been the dragon but you don't know that because i haven't told you that yet so you can't call me out yet well yeah now carry seventeen thousand buckets battle, of water up and down the hill because that's what the aiel would do at, at the end of the last battle things are likely as balanced as they possibly could be right because <laughs> one of the things we learned this is not like Star Wars. This is not the Force. Light side Force wielders do not balance each other out by dark side Force wielders. We don't have to have 10 on one side and 10 on the other. Or 100 on one side and two really strong ones on the other. In the Wheel of Time, the people have free choice. If they choose to do evil or if they choose to do good... That does not knock the whole pattern out of balance, right? No. So at the end of the last battle where we have probably as much balance as we can possibly achieve realistically, yeah. which would be why Rand has almost no power and at the same time complete power. Yeah. Like it's a weird sort of be the most place to be. I think, I think the pattern would also take actions to try to head off or rectify threats to the balance because after the last battle you have two massive land masses with massive populations that are disproportionately unaffected uh, in terms of like their core population by the last battle. Sean Chan and, um, and Sara. They're they only sent out their militant forces. It's only their militaries that went out. It's only their actual combat style factions that went out. 
their populations are left, their normal civilian populations are largely untouched. So now moving into the fourth age, you have two largely civilian populations, one of which who literally just believes that their herald of sanctity for the end times just got murdered by the people that were over the mountains. So they're going to be pissed and they're going to want retribution. And uh, they're also not a part of, oh, I don't know what that thing is called, the dragon's peace, because nobody thought that nobody like brought them into it. Um, they didn't know they existed. That's the uh, the loophole, bitch. So, I see what I'm getting at ultimately with that, and it's very, very quick. And then I'll, I'll shut yeah, up yeah, yeah. there, Tom. Um, is that you're gonna have two forces one that wants to reclaim the Westlands, and another one that wants to make the Westlands pay or the wetlands, not the West, not Westeros or wet or Westlands whatever kind of amalgamation that was, um, that are probably going to come to a head and they're going to be also seeking weaponry or, or advantage in it, especially now that the dragons exist and people are familiar or starting to become familiar with artillery. So you're probably going to have people that are like, well, they sealed away a great source of power that we never knew about. So let's try to unleash that again. Um, and to me, that sounds like just the the fantastic side of like I can look forward and see that things are going to be fucky. That Amara Sue would be incredibly talented at dealing with. That's I mean that's fair. The 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 only the, just to go back to um, the populations being unaffected, uh, the bubbles of evil could still happen everywhere. They don't have to. They don't just happen in the Westlands. The Blight was also part of uh, the Shanshan and part and in Shara. Um, and uh, the Dark Ones touch in the sense of bending reality toward the negative still happen, still affected those areas like the the global climate being uh, fucked up for so long would have caused famine and disease in the Shanshan as much as it did in the Westlands and in Shara. So like the, there's, there's a lot like, yes, they weren't fighting the last battle literally on their doorstep and ran and the, the Rand and the forsaken and everything weren't literally there, but I wouldn't say that they were unaffected. Like I, I, like I, like maybe they weren't as bad, but I don't think that they were unaffected. And that's what I meant when I said like largely unfazed. Like if, if it's, I, I should have been clear about that. That was in comparison to the Westlands. That's fair. Because okay. the the Sean Chan had pretty much eradicated Trollocs and and their nectar of the blight, or at least held them back effectively enough, where they they couldn't do incursions further on. I mean, you yeah. know, assuming obviously that there are no way gates and no. You know, no conquering army ever lies about their homeland or anything like that and how perfect it is. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> in comparison to the direct struggles um, that the Westlands had, uh, ignoring the overarching ones that everybody had to deal with is, is more so what I meant. Okay. Now, what what degree that actually makes a difference is is absolutely up for, for debate because it could be only 10%. It could be like... 70 percent well we, 70%. We, i mean we we know you're 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 definitely right about the shanshan still being a thing because robert jordan originally planned on writing a, a, a like an outrigger novel is is what they called the prequel so the prequel 
uh, New Spring was supposed to be one of three Outrigger novels that that he was going to write. Uh, one was New Spring. One was Tam and his time with the Ilian com um, uh, companions and uh, uh, going into Blood Snow. And then uh, the third one was supposed to be Matt and Tuan returning to the Shaunchen and also Perrin going after going in that direction as well with like the, the, the unofficial rumor was that like Perrin was essentially going to kill Matt because he was helping Tuan gain control over the Shaunchen and like, she's bad and they don't want that. So, uh, you know, I doubt that that's what would have ended up happening. Like it would have ended up working out that that didn't happen probably, but, uh, color to um, yeah, but uh, um, uh, hashtag we, color to on. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude, bro, but your girl's kind of a downer, bro. <laughs> okay, hey, but I, I there was I particularly started not liking Matt when he started when he fell so hard for Tuan and didn't like really be a stickler for being like, Hey, you can't have slaves though. Like we need to talk about that. <laughs> and like he, he was just like, man, nah, okay. Give him time though. I, I really feel like, I feel like give him time. The, the scene where. I will give him until the fuse burns down. Uh, she, she, she collars to, to Aes Sedai when they're in Valen Lucas circus. And he, when he looks at her after she got the two I said I collared, she's so excited that she's got two new domain to play with uh, that she's like super excited and super happy. And he thinks in his head when he's looking at her, oh, she's never been more beautiful than right now. And it's like, ew, like fair. Ew. No, fair. <laughs> and that's that that was like, I was like, fuck, man, like this is it's a it's gross. Like it's a little gross. And, and yeah, like, color too on is right. You know, like, you know, in that moment, he's only looking at how happy she looks, not the atrocity she just committed. That's, but that's it's one exactly of those, like, you point. definitely should be looking at that's the atrocity the she just committed. Yeah. That, that yeah. Is the, point. the point is, is that he's, he's focusing on how good she looks and completely ignoring the atrocity. That yeah. is the entire point. Like here, hold this fuse for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For real. <laughs> but, but we do know that that was supposed to be one of the novels. One of the novels was supposed to be Matt and Tuan going back to Shanchin to try to, like, you know, get control over Shanchin after the Empress dies. And uh, I would assume probably her siblings or cousins or other people of the blood trying to get control or all of the above. Above. And the above. Um, the love. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, so at least there's some truth to that. Like there's truth to that being uh, uh, one of the storylines. So that, like, yeah. he, he set those, he set uh, the breadcrumbs for us to find so that he could maybe do that. Obviously we're not going to end up doing that. Um, but the breadcrumbs that I'm sure he laid throughout the series with that in mind uh, are still there. So 
And honestly, that's one of the things that I think the show can take and run yeah, with. Absolutely. That, that, like we know that and, we know and that show Rafe, us. Like Rafe, don't just take them and run <laughs> somewhere with them. Like Yeah, like I didn't mean that literally. Literally. He's gonna hide. Sharon is, Sharon is carrying <laughs> least, we know you're listening right now. Deleted scenes. <laughs> That's true. He's gonna be As like you're a laying in bed covered in decadent rose petals, sipping a fancy Chardonnay. No, he's, he's gonna be, be like a squirrel. He takes all of the all of this all of the storylines and he's buried them all over so that he can go dig them up, but then he forgets where some of them are. He's he's just rolling around. They're gonna be the in the background of Taylor's photos. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the secret that, story that should be the next the, the next teaser. Just two like characters that are gonna be in season three as like pasties at the beach, blurred. And all of the that, focus is free, right here. That's a free idea for you, Rafe. We won't even charge. <laughs> it's free real estate. Yeah. The, the, real like estate. we know, we know he's had access to a lot of the information. Like a lot of, I don't know. We don't know if he's read the notes directly, but Sarah has. Sarah's seen a lot of that information. Oh yeah. So uh, they they it. have a lot of that back, like you know, backstory to a lot of the things that aren't in the main sequence. So. No, there's a lot of stuff that they could pull from. Right. All right. Well, we're getting to about, about that time. And uh, I'd like to just uh, throw it out to Reese. Uh, one last time, tell the people where they can find you and uh, give your sort of final thoughts about the the dragon. Is Is this... The only dragon? Is this the second dragon? Are there a million dragons? Like, sum it up for us. Oh, okay. Well, but And keep see. it less than 4,000 words. Yeah. 4, Just imagine the dragon right now. I feel like Just... I would have a hard time coming up with 4,000 words. So I feel pretty confident just, like, talking right now. Um... I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I'm Risa Dai. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube, although I only have one YouTube video, and it's me getting really excited over the trailer for season one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just Twitter. Um, North Harbor Podcast. You should watch us. We say all the things you were thinking and didn't want to say. Um, I agree. And as for this episode and the dragon, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is the second dragon, but maybe the first chicken. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see next age what happens if uh, they need another dragon or if there's a, a new animal that comes about like maybe next maybe next turning it's like this is the armadillo and he's gonna save us from everything <laughs> really hey, i'm excited the for the armadillo reborn but you know armadillo reborn that's <laughs> <laughs> lack of communication so north harbor yeah. podcast if you want Quality analysis, like what you just got. Debatable. 
And uh, Mr. Tom from the illustrious and prestigious school of the Mount of Dragons. Yes, I, I, I yes. hang out on the slopes of Dragon Mount all the time. Uh, you fact. can find, just go to dragonmount.com and you can find links pretty much everywhere. Um, I believe we're dragonmount.com uh, on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we do mostly, you know, Wheel of Time stuff, but we've been branching out into other things, mainly due to the time in between seasons, the great, uh, the great quiet in between the two seasons. We were doing, uh, re-watching TV shows. Um, we did like Mandalorian, Rings of Power. We're getting ready to do Good Omens when uh, SAG after a strike uh, hit up. But now that that's over, we're probably going to get into some other stuff when we're done with our current rewatch of The Wheel of Time. Uh, but it's not just me over there. It's uh, it's also Ebony Adamanis, uh, uh, another uh, fantastic creator that we had writing articles for us for a long time. Uh, Crystal May has joined me. Yes. May she live uh, forever. Joined me on, uh, uh, started joining me on the, the rewatch episodes. Uh, Kitty uh, Rollo, who is a fantastic person. I've known her for like 16 years. Uh, she does our TikToks and she's been doing a lot of YouTube shorts. Um, and uh, she chased us through the airport. Wattober, she... check out her Wattober videos. Her Wattober videos were, were on point. <laughs> she she does a lot of characters. I don't know if I like her Lanfear or her Randor. I'm not sure. I was like, my I was favorite, like getting makeup pointers from her videos. My She's, favorite was when Kitty was asking Lanfear if she could use her Starbucks stars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking great! Uh, her, her Bella is also fantastic. You got to see. You gotta yes. See. Fun fact: and that she and her best friend Alina will be the uh, the. What do they call them? The Toastmasters. The Toastmasters. Oh, right. At JordanCon. Yeah. yeah, she's going to be Toastmaster. Her and Alina will be Toastmasters of JordanCon for next year. So if you're going to JordanCon in 2024, you'll see that. It's the first ever duo. Toastmaster yep. duo. Yep. They had they had a trio before because TwatCast was, uh, was a, uh, uh, a Toastmaster in the past. But this is the first duo, and it's it's uh, traditionally uh, the Toastmasters are kind of like the super fans, so it's 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 a uh, it's not necessarily <laughs> like a professional person. Um, sure. Uh, but you know, they, you they, the podcast. That's a given. Yeah, they they kind of uh, got <laughs> professional though in that way when you know we became content creators, but. Uh, in the past, it's been you know like the the super fans. Matt Hatch was was a was a Toastmaster. I think he was the Toastmaster for either the first or so. no no no. Jason was the first one. Matt was the second one. Speaking of, it looks like both Matt Hatch and Maria Simmons are on podcast right now. Are they? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's true. Maria has not yet noped out. After Jono's offensive comments, oh, J no, Jono, we, Maria we said she should come on for this one. Um, <laughs> well, we sent word to you know her people that she should be on this one, but then they looked at us and said, Per Simmons, uh, she has a previous I almost got up and left, I almost got up and left, and I also <laughs> simultaneously loved it because it was fantastic. You, you would love one of my co workers who like 80% of his contribution, well, not 80%, 20% of his contribution is like. Just dad jokes. I, I love them and hate them at the same time. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're painfully amazing. 
I, I, that's a great way to describe it. Yeah. Um, Tom, me, aren't we doing something else as well? Oh yeah, playing video games. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, so I, I also recently started streaming video games on Twitch uh, through Dragon Mount because you know we needed shit to do other when there was no show going on. And you, Josh, also started playing video games, and apparently we enjoy each other's company so much that we want to keep doing stuff together. Yeah, it's weird, but we're here for it. You know. Yeah. If if I could, I would just you know we would we would touch I, here, but I can't. Beard Beard well, you, sh you should feel jealous then. You should look back at uh, the Gathering Madness videos whenever. Uh, oh, let's just say that a certain hatch motorboated our beards. Oh man, uh, it was great. I'm gonna clip that and put it on our TikTok. That's, that's needs my to be homework a gift, for this right? week. That needs to be I a had gift to like. I had to. I had to put a sticker on my like. I had to put a a ribbon from Jordan Con on my monitor. It was so sensual. <laughs> Spicy content. It was hashtag beard tugger. I had to put it on my monitor. Like it was required. No. Not not safe for taverns. Not safe for <laughs> inns. Yeah, Flamingo Sedai, this is what happens when you don't tune in to the gathering madness, <laughs> yeah. sir. Tune in to go back and watch. It was a live stream for us. The welcome to the gathering madness 2022. Uh innkeeper hatch was kind enough 2023 with his presence. Let's just yeah, say that one, 2023. I forgot Inkeeper what year it is. Hatch appreciates beards more than I do. <laughs> it's out you there. Know, it's out there. I've had, wow. really had a beard since 2019, but the number of times my beard has been motorboated is one. <laughs> and it was with, with Matt Hatch. You can retire on top now. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe the innkeeper has a soft spot for the black tower who knows when he gets around this much when he gets around this much taint you know it just you know what everybody go on to x gets around that much and tag the innkeeper and tell him <gasps> it's gonna be yes. a ribbon now okay. yeah it is now it is uh, oh yeah actually there might be added danger because if uh if maya comes uh, she grew up in Detroit, so you might actually risk your life to get this ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of ribbons to go around. That's me, right. Me, that's her, right. Me and her will have to just battle over um, uh, uh, your beard, I guess. Uh, no, it was, so it was funny. Like uh, I was uh, FaceTiming with her earlier, and uh, iPhone users have the ability to share screen with screens with each other. And I happened to open TikTok to one of the last messages you sent me, and it was the POV me without you. And it's the kid that just doesn't move going down the slides. <laughs> and she was just like, is that my competition? And I was just like, yes, babe. Yes. Yes. Yep. Totes. I was actually, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Andrew, the first time I met you, was when I was getting the hashtag beard tugger ribbon from Adelorna at Jordan Con in 2022. I think so. Yeah, and, no, that last year, yeah. Yep. And she was like, Yeah, you gotta pull somebody's beard. Ask this guy. And I was like, Hey, could I pull on your beard? And you're like, Yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. We provide um, a very niche service at Jordan Con. Yeah. 
You can Facts. fill any niche you want, buddy. Hey, so if you oh. would like a hashtag beard tugger ribbon, That's please true. find one of the sisters of North Harbor and ask consent before Always. tugging on a beard. Always. That's please. Uh, also, also, if you find North Harbor, a.k.a. the room that they're staying in, and post a selfie of it, or at least that was the rule last year. If you found the room year. and posted a selfie, you got a ribbon that said, I found North Harbor. Uh, we might have to change the rules for this year. Should be one <laughs> that says, like, you omit the room number, but you show the door with, like, the sign. Yeah, well, there's going to be multiple rooms. So just find us, the people, rather than the room. Just, and just I'm sure when you I can thought I found ribbon. North Harbor, they told me to find all three of you. Yeah, now you got to. Turns out, this. turns out it's different for every person. Tumble on his sword, please. God. Uh, my final thoughts here on uh, the the very <laughs> question we asked here. Uh, Rand, I, I think is uh is definitely the second track here in terms of knowledge if the guy that did your job whether it was better or worse or not before you and you pulled his title that's what we should have done you should have been the sorvon mahale reborn not just sorvon mahale perfect we should have done that but it's too late now you've been here for like what three four Fuck. years so uh, your replacement can take that one. I mean, uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Look, the performance reviews are coming up this weekend. I didn't know I was doing bad. <laughs> Look, read, read the fine print. I took 54% of the vote, not just 50. So, uh, shit. Uh, You're out. The reborn is in. Was it 10% went like to patrons, right? I don't care. I just want the new, new. Save me, patrons. wee wee is different than the last one. Um, oh, I, I forgot one thing. Um, I'm I'm also if for anyone in the Atlanta area, I'm gonna be. There's a convention this weekend called Conjuration, and I'm gonna be uh, a guest there this weekend. I'm doing a bunch of panels. Oh, when is uh, it? Oh, yeah. I'm driving to Pennsylvania this weekend. Oh, cool! <laughs> it is. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure one of those days I'll be in that area. Yay! Yeah, so Where is it? I'm uh, I'll send the you the information direction. when we when we get off. But if you just look up conjuration on and it's spelled, you know, con C O N and then duration. Uh, but if you look up conjuration convention, you'll find that it's the first result. Uh, I don't have the link off off the top of my head right now. But uh I'm gonna be doing several panels. Uh the one that Dragon Mount is hosting specifically is page to screen, the wheel of time. And then we're doing um, a, a Dungeons and Dragons panel. Uh, I think I'm doing one called "Is Indiana Jones Fa Magical Fantasy?" Um, Ooh. Establishing positive mental health practices for the creative is another one. Uh, and then we're doing uh, a, a a panel on post-apocalyptic stories, and I'm going to be talking about the Wheel of Time in the sense of it being a post-apocalyptic. Nice. Well, it's gonna be fun. I it's guess really it's a fun yeah. convention. Well, so with all that area, check it out. Yeah. With all I guess, that, I guess I'll round um, this out. If you're if you're not already, before Josh starts writing this out, um, 
go over and make sure you are following uh, the Malkir Talks YouTube channel because coming up December 2nd, uh, starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time and going for a full 24 hours, there is a what a holiday this year. We have the uh, incredible tasking uh, or the, the decision was made between the planners of which I am one, most of which is uh, Rob from Malkir Talks. Um, and Cheyenne, who's an absolute sweetheart, the bulk of it. And uh, I scrape by by saying, like, hey, I'll buy a couple gifts or, or prizes for people, and that's <laughs> how I maintain my involvement. Um, we'll be doing what a holiday, and the donations uh, will be split amongst the Lightweaver Foundation and uh, the uh, WGA, uh, which is kind of one of the funds that goes to support. Uh, all of the people that went on strike with the SAG strikes, uh, SAG after strikes, because um, there are definitely still massive needs there, even though a deal has been reached. There are still plenty of crews and stuff uh, that need uh, some help and definitely We're deserve back pay on a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah. So, the entertainment community uh, fund, it's called. Yes. So uh, the goal is still going to be 10K. Uh, and if we make that uh, magically 10K for each, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, and we would also have no idea what to set the goal for for the next year, which has been <laughs> our response to every year so far because we have smashed the goal every year. Uh, so look out for that again Saturday, December 2nd, 24-hour live stream over on the Malkir Talks YouTube channel uh, for Water Holiday, benefiting, benefiting the Water, the uh, the Lightweaver Foundation, which is Brandon Sanderson's foundation, um, and the WGA supporting the SAG strikes. So go and... Go ahead and bookmark that. Take that time off of work. Uh, take out a 14th mortgage on everything you own. Uh, don't actually do that. 14? You're only on 14? And if you don't own anything, it's time for a first. I mortgaged my mortgage mortgage. <laughs> oh, yes. The mortgage appears to be made of mortgage. But, Love um, it. Go and check that out. And if you can, if you can support by donating, please do. And if you can't and you just want to come and hang out, please, watching and helping share stuff out does a ton of support and helps right. us out a lot. 24 hours of Wheel of Time uh, nerds talking about a bunch of Wheel of Time nerdy shit or just playing games or whatever. So go and check it out. You don't um, even have and you're going to gonna be hear me talk about you. that a lot. Yeah. So definitely go. I mean, you know, there's, there's just a couple people in it. Uh, Black Tower's in it. Um, Black Tower's in it. Um, uh, the Sorvon Mahill and Bajan Mahill are in that. Um, also, the guys over at the Black Tower podcast are in it. I heard the guys at the Black Tower. <laughs> you know, it, it's still up in the air. They might be there. Uh, but they will be on knows? after Who knows? Uh, 30 minutes new after group. Black Tower podcast starts. This weird ah. new group, they're called like, um, wait, what was this? I think it's like the Black Tower podcast. They're going to be in it too. <laughs> yeah. They start 15 minutes after the guy, after the folks that start 30 minutes after the Black Tower podcast starts. Uh, okay. okay. Go and check it so, out. Go ahead, Josh. Stop us or stop me from ranting. Homework for everyone listening right now. You will go follow my good friends at North Harbor Podcast. They have a map. There's no excuse. There's no you excuse. You will go follow. Our good friends at Dragon Mount, Tom, who won Sexiest Beard in the Black Tower. Um, go follow Dragon Mount on all their socials. And then third bit of homework is to follow, hit the subscribe button and ring the bell, obviously, on our 
YouTube channel. Uh, but also go to our Twitch where you will see me suck at video games and play with other oh. Wheel of Time folks. Okay? Um, <laughs> and as always, uh, we love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the best podcast in the world and for being the best people, best listeners in the world, scientifically proven. And uh, it's from all of us here at the Black Tower, we hope that uh, you're having a fantastic night, and we hope that uh, you've enjoyed this weekly dose of taint. And uh, we hope that you leave here just a little bit more insane than you were when you first got here. From all of us here at the Black Tower, I am Josh, your Soro Von Mahale. And if you're not enjoying yourself, uh, Per Simmons, you should try to.